Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and I'm a debut author. Today, I want us to talk about what I discovered after writing my first three chapters of my new YA horror novel. Well, as promised, I told you that I would share my author journey into this whole world of books and publishing as I go. So here's my latest update, and I've got to give all the credit, first to the Lord, but then to Daisy. Daisy's in my writing group, and we met each week to talk about our ideas, material, research, building up to this weekend, um, and something magical happened. Like, She's a phenomenal writing friend, and I'm so glad that I stepped out of my comfort zone to create the RWA. Doesn't it sound like a wrestling association <laughs> um, for writers in my community? You know, we may be small, but we are a force to be reckoned with when we are together. So here's what happened on Sunday's meeting. I knew I needed to speak it out loud, but the fears were just creeping around me like it's a busy spider. My new novel was forcing me into a corner. Now I was against the ropes, like all these like pounding in my face i've never done this before um how do i start it what will the first line be how can i switch these povs i never done such a thing in my life and i really don't like reading books that do it but i have to do it for this to work will anyone like it what if i can't pull off horror how can i be like stephen king and i knew i needed to speak it out loud and so i did and I spoke more, and she listened. And then there was a change. I turned it around. I told her that my son and I were discussing that morning on the way home from church that I knew I was on a timeline and I needed to start the novel. Speaking the goal out loud matters. There's such power in the words we speak. You know, it challenges me. I stand by my word, so when I do speak something, I will do everything in my power to make it work for good. And to be more specific, I needed to start the novel this week. As you guys know, I'm also a public school teacher, and I'm off for the summer, and I have this little window of opportunity before my novel comes back from the editing process as well as when I have to start back to work. Because when I start back to work, not only am I the full-time literacy coach, uh, ninth grade English teacher, but I'm also a homeschool mom in the evenings. So it tremendously limits my time, efforts, energy. And I'm like, you know, I've, I've done the whole month of June researching I researched for this new novel like crazy. Never done that before. I will be honest. I told y'all that that's a new technique for me. Um, but I haven't started writing it yet. So, as soon as I spoke the words, I knew the power in them. And I knew what it meant. It was a done deal. Like I was shaking hands with my soul on that one. And Monday morning, bright and early, yesterday... I started writing my first ever, hopefully the first of many, YA horror novel. Three chapters were completed yesterday with full edits. 
Like, I read them over and over, perfecting as I went. And here is what I discovered. Seven things. Number one, there's power in the words you say. Speak positively. Speak often. Speak your fears. But also speak resolution and hope. Never end it with a fear. Speak aloud it with a goal. Now, I promise you, you're more likely to follow through with them if you do. Number two, find an accountability partner. And even if you don't have a large writing circle, all you need is one daisy. And you have a room full of the best writing group members possible. Like Daisy's my girl. She's the best. And God knew exactly what I needed in my writing career, and he delivered it yet again. Number three, create a goal-setting chart. How much do you want to spend writing a day? How many words do you need? You know, look up like the average author author writing. It's like 1,000 to 3,000 uh, words per day. Uh, some people can even get up to 4,000 words a day. It's just based on your schedule, based on what you're able to do, uh, based on the creative juices. But you do need to write every single day. And how many words do you need? So, yesterday, when I started, I honestly was saying to myself, I'm going to just do chapter one, and that's all. Huh. Y'all, let me tell you. 25 pages later, <laughs> over 6,000 words later, I'm sitting with almost, my third chapter. is almost done. I'm, I'm like 2.5. And I'm like, what in the world? Now, I hit a mental wall yesterday around 2 o'clock because I started writing like at 7 yesterday. Um, I stopped and uh, drank coffee. I stopped and had lunch, tomato and mayonnaise sandwich, if you want to know my southern uh, lunch during the summertime. <laughs> and then I went right back to writing and got a nap at 2 o'clock because I was like, oh my gosh, I am like exhausted. And... My husband came home from work. I just felt like my head was just like in a daze. I had spent so much mental energy on it. I'd forgotten how much it takes out of me because I had been in such an editing, like editing, editing, editing for so long. Editing, editing. Editing is, a, is such a different um, brain power than creating from a new document. Um, you guys understand that, I know, but I was like excited, thrilled, and completely exhausted. And then later, I kept writing and writing. Uh, when I got finished with my son's piano lessons, I talked it out more with my, my oldest son as we took our walk around the neighborhood while my, uh, getting our exercise. And then I started back in, and I, I wrote a few more words, and then I was like, okay, close it up. And then I watched a scary documentary. <laughs> so there you go, more research. Um, but, I mean, that's all I watch anyways, horror, so if I have the choice. Um, so that's nothing new. But I felt so accomplished by the end of the day. And I want to diary out this novel and keep track of my progress. Not ever done that before. So this is something new too. So in the notes section on my phone last night before I went to sleep, I created this chart. Um, it's like a little Excel chart in the notes. And I put my date, the pages written, 
the word count and how many chapters. Because I want to keep process, like progress of the process as a motivator. If it's staring at me and I'm keeping documentation, then maybe I'm more apt to stick by my daily goals I've set for myself, which my daily goals are 3,000 minimum words. Um, I think everybody needs to have that. I think we can then, when we go over that, that's fine. If we go under that, we can say, well, then what do we need to do to help meet the goal the next day? Um, or maybe write a little bit more the next day to compensate. Just don't get in the pattern of constantly going lower than your goals because then you're lowering your expectations for yourself. But now if they're not realistic, be flexible at the same time. Number four, find a small beta reader group in your genre just to read your first book um, opening or just the first chapters um, to see how you're starting off. Now I'm telling you this is essential. Yesterday, I timed my 15-year-old son reading the first chapter of my book. Um, it was about 10 minutes, 43 seconds, and he knocked it out. Then he immediately taught me through what he liked about the chapter. Now, with beta readers, you're not may, maybe not going to get that immediate feedback, and it's going to be like gnawing, gnawing <laughs> at your earlobe um, when you send it out. So, pray for patience. Um, but understand that if you hit your target audience with your beta, then you're going to get some very honest feedback um, if you choose wisely. So I have three teenagers in my beta read reader group right now. Um, one boy, two girls, and I'm fine with that. I'm only going to allow them to look at my, my three chapters, and then that's it. Um, because I know what my weakness is. I want to make sure that I can do the hook. And I'm praying that they will give me honest feedback. And let me know whether or not they were captivated by the story. Um, or curious. Or um, maybe found a little humor and a scare. Or a connection in some way. Alright, number five completely new concept for me um i want to meet lorraine warren now i love ed and lorraine warren meeting lorraine warren is on my bucket list um yesterday in the background as i was typing uh me and the boys we watched the conjuring it's on netflix now i would occasionally like glance up but i was like in it to win this writing yesterday while I was like typing once I, I just looked up and I caught her sitting in the lecture hall and it was just her and it was like she was looking at me <laughs> I've seen this movie three times and somehow I did not notice her there and it was in that moment that I knew that even if I never met her I can say that she was with me on the day in a television screen kind of way staring with that look of knowing and she was there in the room with me when I began my first YA horror novel and this was not planned so this was a tip this is something that happened real time and it just makes me smile but if you don't want a movie in the background and I, and I say movie one that you've 
already seen because like I've seen Conjuring three times and now it's my fourth and I I couldn't have put on a new movie um, because then I would have been distracted but it was the comfort of an old movie that I loved um, try music if you don't want to do the movie I mean, it was very effectual, and it was not distracting like I thought it would be at the beginning. But I can admit that when I was typing, I was kind of scaring myself a little bit in the middle of the mess. I don't know if it was the conjuring noises in the background, or I kept saying to myself, wow, this mess is in my head. Like, get this stuff out, get this stuff out, hurry, hurry, hurry. <laughs> Whatever it was, I was kind of getting creeped out a little bit. Um, that's a good thing, especially if you're trying to write horror, I guess. Um, number six, get excited about your work. I mean, if you aren't, no one else is going to be. Share that excitement. So, here's what you need to do. You need to talk about it with your family, your friends, and on social media. I mean, don't let it be like the only thing you ever talk about because, oh my gosh, that will go, that will just not work. But the more you do speak... I am an author working on my newest book about blah, 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 blah. That will help to shape your author identity. Now, if someone asks you, what are you up to? What are your plans? What are you up? What are you doing? Don't just say, oh, same old, same old. Oh, nothing, honey. Oh, just relax. No, speak life into your work. You tell those people. You say in one to two sentences, I'm an author, so I'm working on my newest book about one or two sentences. Speak life into yourself. Then let other people speak life into you. Number seven. Now stick to it. Sometimes starting the thing is easier for those to do, and sometimes it's following through with the thing. That's the hardest. Regardless of where your weakness falls, go ahead and own it. Pray over it. Give it to the Lord, and then stick to your guns on this one, and you do the darn thing. I mean, you write that novel. You write it like your life depended on it. You write it like there's no tomorrow. You carve out your time, and you push the silly things aside, because I guarantee you that you got some silly things. And when I look back on the month of June, my whole Chuck obsession and watching all the Chuck episodes, I mean, come on, that was not needed in my life. Well, I love Chuck, but I could have used my time better honestly guys you have some things that you can purge um do it map out your day if you have to and say well i could look at cat videos on youtube or i could write 500 words instead and then that cat video can always come after you're sitting pretty and published. And then you can watch all the cat videos you want while you're going on your book tours. But I'm telling you now, you're never going to get to that point if you don't prioritize and stick with it. And stay motivated. Stay inspired. However you do that. Whether it is you need a walk, um, if you need to call up a friend in prayer, whatever it is that works for you. Go to your prayer closet and do it. And I challenge you to stick to the game plan. 
Set your goals and follow through, and don't procrastinate either. There shall be no more excuses. The time is now. You're ready. Those words that you've had written space within you for so long, you fell in the comfort zone of having them as your company. Now I'm telling you, kick them out. Like it's your grown child taking advantage of you with no job or prospects. You let them reside where they were meant to be all along, independent, on a Word document, on your computer. Because one day, the world's going to see them and either smile, shudder, or shed a tear, and they're going to thank you for it. You've got to tough love yourself sometimes, and I believe in you. Now, I've done what I've promised. I've, I've talked out what has occurred since Sunday about my author journey, and I'm so excited, as you can tell. This, when you're in the middle of a book, it's like, it's frightening. It's an adventure. It's, like, I felt like when I was skydiving, it's that kind of feeling. It's the best feeling. There's a writer adrenaline that just kind of kicks in out of nowhere. So it's time for me to get back. It's time for me to pull up my novel and get started on on the middle of chapter three. And I'm going to keep pushing on. And um, I'll check back in with you guys and uh, give you some more author talks and uh, tips and strategies and hopefully the lessons um, that I'm learning can help encourage you in some way, or um, I hope so anyway. I challenge you to discover what you're learning yourself. Start it, work it out. I dare you. I would like us to pray together a Bible verse found in Proverbs 18:21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Dear Heavenly Father, allow us to have the faith and the courage to speak life into our work. God, I ask you that in moments when we start to fall away, when we get distracted, when we lose hope, pull us back, God. Snatch us back up into your loving arm. Speak life into us when we don't know the words even to say to ourselves. Renew us. Encourage us. Bring us our beta readers. Bring us our family and our friends to encourage us and surround us. Help us with the words that we are meant to say, God, so that in our writing, we can glorify you in all that we do. I ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So write something inspiring today and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. Have a blessed day.